Children of God and servant of God, I just want to greet you where you are in your homes. Maybe you are in the car driving or I don't know where you might be for the moment, but just receive my greeting and my blessing and shalom to everyone and blessing cover you in everything that you'd like to talk today in the kingdom of God. Once again, thank you for joining us here. And uh, I am going to uh, share the word that was uh, even put on our title of the message, God voice in the Babylon. So this is a, a message of our meeting at the table of the Lord. I would like first uh, to share uh, the word of God nicely. I think you can uh, uh, you can see in the Bible here. I would like just to put uh, uh, the Bible version so that we can all read together uh, in the New King James what uh, the Word of God said. I will start with uh, the basic verse that we can all understand and know is uh, in the book of Matthew, uh, Matthew chapter four, verse four. Uh, I just I'm just waiting for uh, the screen to come. Uh, on so that we can be able to, to see it. But anyway, as you know, this word of God already in your life, Jesus come to the mountain in the prayer and the devil approached him, of course, for temptation and all these things. He's asking him that you are a son of God. You've been here for 40 days, 40 nights without eating. Can you please turn these uh, stones around here to be bread for you. He answered to them and said, look, men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And um, apparently my, my, my screen doesn't come on uh, nicely now here for you to, 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 to read uh, the vision very well. But anyway, You'll be writing the verses down, even with the pen there. Um, chapter 4, verse 4 of Matthew, that's where I was quoting this uh, scripture. Uh, when Jesus answered that, he says, Men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Which means, he said, bread alone will never make a man to live. But every word that comes from the mouth of God makes a man to live. This is the basic of the message of today that we're sharing. We are here to go more in deep of receiving the word of God and living in the word of God. Uh, we would like uh, to be part of the word of God, to be listening to the word of God and to follow the word of God very well in our life. And uh, this is a very important for us and uh, it is uh, important that uh, we can uh, understand what the Lord is doing in our life uh, and uh, we can all be part of uh, his kingdom. Now, quoting the verse of Jesus, I'd like just to point a, a word there saying, the word of God regulates life of human being. We have been created, as you all know, by the word of God, and then we live by the word of God. It's just the word of God that entertains us. See, if we might be able to eat today, we might be able to do whatever we do. It is because the word of God makes us alive. And if the word of God makes us alive, that's why we can eat. Then we shouldn't be worried about the bread and all these things. We should be more focused on the word that regulates our life and makes us alive. Because that word that makes us alive and regulates our life once the word has been proclaimed to us, the word doesn't just come to make us alive. It gives us all the provision of why it makes us to live a life. So recognizing the word that makes us to live our lives can be more important by going inside of that word 
and knowing again that uh, it doesn't just provide a life, but it provides also everything that comes to entertain the life, including the bread, including protection, including healing, including everything that we need. The word of God will bring it, but the first thing, it will bring life. This is what we are focusing in, and I would like you really to flow with me in this message today, because it's a message that you give life. Our subject is God's voice in Babylon. Remember that we are at the table of God. God sits with his children now. This is the bread of the children. God sits with his children and is busy devouring the world. At this moment that we're talking, the angels are with us in the table. The Lord himself is with us in the table. We are busy now going to share the manner of life um, that we're going to receive. And uh, like we spoke last uh, week, the angel of the Lord will be sent to you. And then this week again, we are speaking about uh, the word of God is just where you are and God wants uh, to give you a word that will give you life today. If I can go back to the subject, uh, God's voice in the Babylon. Why this subject, God's voice? I think you know about God's voice, but you might ask yourself, why adding God's voice in the Babylon? Well, then the, the word, I think the word Babylon need to be defined first before we can understand why this uh, message tonight. The word Babylon came from the word Babel in the book of Genesis. And the word Babel means confusion. It was the confusion where languages were confused because of people looking to build the tower. And then when they were looking to build the tower and they wanted to worship, it was a, 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 a one world religion that they wanted to make, a one world religion with uh, uh, the, the purpose to exclude God from their lives and to take God out of the way. That's where the world, the, 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 the one world religion started from there with many confusion in Babylon. So God confused the languages so that uh, they may not understand each other in order to stop uh, that whole maneuver of uh, worshiping a God who is not uh, the real God. From that moment on until today, we're living in a city of the universe full of confusion. The whole world is Babylon. We are living in a Babylonian culture, a Babylonian thought, a Babylonian system, a Babylonian government, a Babylonian life. But even though it confused the languages of the people in Babylon, he didn't withdraw himself from this world. He is there. Previous messages that I was teaching last time, I said, that uh, people think like God ever uh, maybe taken himself off from the universe and uh, he have just abandoned it and it's going on its own and that's what they think about that. No, even though he put all these things and he allowed them to come, but he never withdraw himself. This is the point that you can also see in your life. Although you might be a big sinner or you might be full of trouble and uh, having uh, this whole confusion of the world, but God will never withdraw from you, even in the midst of your confusion and your sin. God is just near to you and just where you are is there. But uh, the, 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 why are you suffering and why maybe you are in the sin and you can't see the light? It's because uh, God is there, but uh, yourself, you're not allowing to see him. You see just uh, the darkness all around you. That's why the reason we're talking today, God is in Babylon, is in the system of confusion, but God is busy there, is not out of the system, is in the system. And God, why is in the system? Because he's calling his children out of that confusion of worshiping different things that don't belong to him. Not only that God is doing that, but he's busy there again, giving life in that same system. But the main focus you would like is the people to understand what's going on. I would like to read something that is very important in the book of the first Corinthians chapter 14, verse 10. And then, I mean, you might note it next day to you. And first Corinthians chapter 14, verse 10, when you read at home or you're reading where you are with your Bible, it is said it, and then I'm reading it from the King, the New King James. 
it is said there are, it may be, so many kinds of languages in the world, and none of them is without a significance. I repeat it again, there are, it may be, so many kinds of languages in the world, and none of them is without a significant. So as we said, that Babylon signified confusion, although we had so many languages that came around, and all these languages have brought so much of confusion in the world. The Bible says, as many kind of languages might be in the world, even though there are many, but none of them is without a significance. I want you to really focus on the word significance. It's very important because I will come for that word there. So the confusion that we get in there in this system is that as there are many languages, which means many voices that are in the world, we are having so many voices that take away the voice of God and make us difficult to understand the voice of the Lord. As we know, as we notice in that scripture, there are so many voices in the world, so many languages, and those languages can be grouped into four categories. And these are the categories of the voices that maybe they cause so much of confusion in our lives. The first categories of all these uh, uh, languages that you can have is uh, your own voice. That's number one. Your own voice include your thoughts, include uh, uh, your, your, your visions, uh, uh, your dreams, uh, uh, your inner voice inside, your conscience, that is your own voice. You alone, you are also a voice on, on your own and you've got so many elements around you. The second voice is the people's voice. People around you, government, includes uh, politics, includes uh, music, includes uh, neighbors, includes families, includes so many voices that you can hear from human beings, even your pastors. Those all are voices included inside. And uh, that also is uh, the second group uh, of voices. The, second group, uh, the third group of uh, voices is a certain voice. And certain voice includes a uh, demon's voice, includes a uh, 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 ancestor's voice, uh, includes uh, whatever uh, connection with any kind of spirit is also another voice. So now these voices, the three categories are in the world here and around you. The fourth, which is the last voice that you can also notice in your uh, uh, group, the fourth voice is God's voice. So God's voice includes a prophetic word coming from prophet, angels being sent to you, visions and dreams also God can use. They are all around you. So imagine that you've got these four groups of voices, your own voice, people's voice, certain voice, and God's voice. But now you are living among these voices and uh, you'd like to know the voice of God. And God would like to give you the voice of his voice because he knows among all these voices, these all group of voices, only one gives life. The rest of the voices, they give uh, no life. They are just voices. And then you're not there just to have those voices around you, but you would like uh, not only to have those voices, but to have a voice that gives you life. There's only one voice, as I said, that gives you life, and that voice is the voice of God. But how do you know the voice of God? How do you go and get the voice of God all right into your life and exclude yourself? The confusion is we, as we live in this world here, and especially in this time that we are, these voices, the, the three categories, they are speaking a lot. Your own voice is speaking a lot for this moment. People's voices are speaking a lot. Certain voice is speaking a lot. At this time that we're living of the pandemic or the life or whenever you go through a situation, these all voices are all escorting you. They speak a lot. And when you sit among these voices, God also is not keeping quiet. God is also speaking. 
He's speaking. So when these all voices are rising to speak, they speak, they speak. Now, the focus is you to get life. But when you're not listening to the voice that can give you life, you are confused. Confused with what? Confused with a different kind of blockage, different kind of confusion and death inside of you. The subject, remember, I'm just coming back again to tell you God voice in Babylon, which means God voice in the confused voices. He is there. He is speaking. And I know as uh, you sitting with me here, you'd like to hear more. How do I now know God voice? Because I want life. I want to live. And this is what I am here for. I would like to speak with you. How do you know God voice? There are so many ways that theologians and servants of God have defined how to know God's voice. But for the focus of our message tonight, I'm going just to pull up one point, and that is a very spiritual point that can help all of us how to come to know the voice of the Lord. And I am praying tonight that you're not just receiving this word, but as you are listening to this word, after this message, you go into your life and seek for that voice, and you will know it very well, and you will never be confused anymore, and the life in abundance will be overflowing in everything you do in Jesus' name, wherever you are, in every choices you make, and in every struggle that you're going, the voice of the Lord will be very clear to you, and you will listen to that voice, and you will jump to that voice, and that life, that voice will procure life into everything you do and even into your own life on this earth. That's what the angels are sharing with us in the table of the kingdom of God. Let's move. Now, this, the second point is not necessary about just discernment, but it is about knowing God's voice. The word of God, if we read it in the Bible or the Bible, is calling us to discern to discern every prophetic word and to discern every spirit. Why? Because there are so many spirits out there. As you can see, the four categories of voices, then you can link it also to four categories of a spirit. If there, there is a, uh, your own voice, you are also a spirit. So your spirit is speaking. People's voice, these are spirit too. And certain voice, this is spirit too. And also God's voice is spirit. So the word of God says, even you hear a prophetic word, but you should discern it to know what is God speaking, which means the confusion is sometimes when we sit in our own way of praying, we would like to know if God has spoken to us. We get confused sometimes with our own thoughts and we take it as a God thought. We take our own dreams as God dreams. We take our own feeling as God feeling. And we take our own inner conscience voice as the spirit of God speaking. And sometimes we hear what people speaking in the world. Like today, we've got so many things that people speaking, whether these people are preaching, others are prophesying in the media, others are giving this. And we, we, we get even uh, 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 pushed and moved. Like someone says, this is the anointing. And I feel the joy of the Lord when this person was speaking. And, uh, and someone asked me, how will I not accept? Because uh, this was a really inspirational message because when the preacher was preaching, I felt jumping, I felt laughing. I had that all joy of the kingdom of God. I usually answer to that kind of a feeling that uh, not only um, the word of God will produce this kind of feelings, any word can produce these things. Um, the fan at the soccer stadium, they are also being animated with uh, uh, this all kind of feeling, joy, jumping, because of how the team is winning, uh, or sadness, how the team is losing. We can find also these kind of things in the church. Same way we clap in the church, we found it same way people are clapping in the stadium, same way people are enjoying. So this whole thing, but how do we now say this kind of joy is coming from God or this kind of God 
uh, of joy is coming from the word? Is it just because I'm in the church or I'm listening to the word of God, then I might directly say this joy that I'm listening is the joy of the Lord, but the people in the schedule is the uh, joy of the game. You might be in the, in the game, but receiving the joy of God, and while you are in the church receiving the joy of the game of the world. That can be, and that's how it is, confusion in the world. Because some people are in the church or are in the word of God, but they are there for game. And they're receiving the joy of uh, uh, fanatism. They're going there and supporting whatever they support, but there's nothing of God inside of them. While someone might be sitting at home or um, talking, but uh, or is even... Uh, in, in, in an ordinary life of doing ordinary things of life, but he gets the joy of the Lord. But how do you get to come to that point of knowing the word of God, knowing the, the, the joy that comes from the word of God? That's why it is very important that uh, in this message, I just uh, unveil that uh, knowing of uh, the voice uh, of the Lord. Well, as we and Becca was saying to the discernment of uh, the voice, the word of God, when God speaks, and then... Uh, it is very important that we start looking at how do we come to that. The first thing Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. When Jesus said, my sheep know my voice, and he said again, they hear my voice, but they will never follow a stranger. When a stranger comes to them, they will never follow. They know my voice. Now you ask me a question, how do I know the voice of the Lord? And how will I not be able to follow the stranger? Well, the answer is if you know the word of God, if you know the voice of the Lord, you will never follow the stranger, which means the stranger also comes with a voice. And the stranger is you. The stranger is the devil. The stranger is the people. Because your own voice can be a strange voice. And people's voice can be a strange voice. And certain voice automatically is a strange voice. And as we are here, those who are children of God, they can never confuse the voice of the Lord with their own voice. And again, they will never confuse the voice of God and the voice of people. And they will never be confusing the voice of Satan and the voice of God. This is what we're seeing today as we live here. There are so many news that are going all around. I sit down, I'm, I'm, I'm watching, I'm saying, oh, wait for a moment, I would like first to hear what people are revealing as a revelation. I just want to use an example because we are not out of the world. We are all around the world here. And we, uh, let's, let's get uh, the, 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 the message of the COVID that is going all around here, um, where it came from, how it is satanic, and how it is God speaking. But wait a moment. There's a lot of confusion that's coming. And this confusion, you might see that this confusion even the people that are unbelievers and the people that claim to be believers, they're all speaking the same language. This one speaks against it, but doesn't believe in the Lord. And this one speaks the same thing that this pagan is speaking, and he believes the Lord, and he says this is what the Lord reveals. And they're all speaking same thing. This one speaking it in his paganism way, and another one speaking it in the same uh, things of like it is God, and then it brings a confusion. Then we ask a question, who is speaking here? Is these things coming from the Lord? It's very important that uh, we come to understand that God cannot be confused. His voice cannot be taken. Devil and God cannot speak the same language. God and devil cannot team up into proclaiming a word. When God speaks a voice, his voice is very different from the voice of the devil. And we're going to see it right now here. And then it's going to bless us more. Children of God will never, never hear the voice of the stranger. They will run away from the voice of the stranger. I am, I am very blessed in the kingdom of God. And uh, in the things like uh, going on in this moment, I hear a voice of God clearly and talking to me straight away. And I'm not confused in this because I know the voice of my Lord. And I don't follow the voice of the stranger. And the voice of the Lord came to me before even things started happening. And I knew things would be starting happening, but I knew what the Lord was talking. That's how the Lord works. The Lord will never be leaving you by surprise or by confusion. And he will never let you speak the same language as the word. You will never be sitting down and getting surprised and start talking like the word's talking. 
you cannot be having the language of the world and uh, mixing it uh, as a God prophetic word. I would like you to be blessed tonight by listening how God can get you out of confusion. And uh, as uh, we go in there, I was uh, just uh, going to, uh, to tell you about uh, the word uh, that I said before, that uh, there are, it may be so many kinds of languages in the world and none of them is uh, without uh, significance. I told you, catch that word significance because I'm going to come back to that word. This is where I'm back now to that word uh, to take the word and uh, understand it very well uh, before we can uh, 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 eat uh, uh, that man of God. This word, significance, a little bit of search in the dictionary of Oxford, you might go and search it, but what it says, it says, significance means the quality of being worthy of attention or importance. So the quality of being worthy of attention and importance. I would like to say a few things there. They said there might be different kind of words, different kind of voices in this world, but none of them is without significance, which means none of them can just stay empty like that. They broadcast something. They broadcast a quality of something. That's very great. And uh, just that to tell you that uh, as many as uh, millions of uh, languages can be in the world coming from yourself, coming from people, coming from the devil, coming from God, every word never been left without being discovered or be without uh, being known of its quality. Now, the quality might be good or bad. The Bible doesn't state that as many languages are, none of them is without good quality. It says none of them is without significance, which means none of them is without quality, but it left you to know qualities can be good or bad, but the bottom line, it is broadcasting a quality of something. And the word, the word quality is a standard, is a degree of excellence. Now, quality is a standard and a degree of excellence can be a low excellence or a good excellence, can be a good or a bad excellence. So every word that comes out can come with a bad quality or a good quality. Now we are not looking to just knowing the quality of the word, but we would like to get the true word that gives us the good quality that would like to hear the word of God. I would like just to give you these two paragraphs and you may note it into your note. The attention you give to a voice defines the quality of life you are attracted to listen, follow, be, and do. Let me repeat it again. The attention you give to a voice defines the quality of life you are attracted to listen, follow, be, and do. It depends on the things that you putting yourself into, what you'd like to listen, what you'd like to follow. And if I have to come and ask you a question, what is the kind of life you are in? I would have to check where your attention is more into. And those things you pay attention into, they define things that you'd like to listen, to follow, and probably to be and to do. The second point, is the amount of attention you give to the things you listen to will end you whether into an important life, that's quality, good quality, or in a worthless life. I'll repeat it. The amount of attention you give to the things you listen to will end you whether into an important life or a worthless life. So, some people might put themselves into investing their life into certain way of listening. And the end of all, it ends them into a worthless life that has no eternal life inside of them. While others may involve daytime to put themselves into the kingdom of God and listen more and more. And as they listen more and more, it ends them to a very important life. Check. 
the way you listen to the quality of the word. Unlike really uh, a Christian post somewhere, I read that says this, I would like to read it. It says, there are many voices in the world competing for our attention. There are many voices in the world competing for our attention, but none can compare to the still soft voice of our Lord Jesus Christ. There are many voices in the world competing for our attention, but none can compare to the still voice and soft one of our Lord Jesus Christ. That is very, very great. How do we now understand the and discern the voice of the Lord in our life? Let me just uh, come quickly to a conclusion of uh, what I am speaking. If you read in the book of John, chapter 14 and verse 6, that's where you get to get uh, the offering. How do you come to distinguish the voice of the Lord? It's a well-known verse, verse that you can uh, memorize into your heart. John chapter 14, verse 6 says this. Jesus told him, he was answering to Philip, the apostle. He said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. So Jesus said, if you come to me, this is me, the Bible says in the book of John, again, chapter one, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And none of the things of this earth that were created were created without the word of God. So Jesus, by saying, I am, the word I am is the same word that he appeared with as a name of God to Moses. Moses said, what is your name? And he says, my name is I am. And Jesus said, I am here. And he says, I am, I am who I am the word. What word? I am the word that creates. I am the word that is with you, that was with God, and that you were made by that word. I am the word creative word. I am the creator. I am the word creator. So me being the word creating, remember what I told you before, that the word of God regulates our life and creates life inside of us. That men shall live by the word, not by the bread. The word of God inside of you makes you live. It's the word of God that's speaking in the universe and make the universe to live. If God stops speaking today, the whole universe will collapse. It is his word that sustains the galaxy to stand the way it is. It is the word of God that sustains the skeleton of your body to stand. It is the word of God that sustains your body to stand, not your medication, not your, not your food, not anything else on this earth. Everything that uh, stop and work in this world here, it is all sustained by the word of God. We only entertaining what God has already created. So he has created a body for you. Medicine can entertain it, food can entertain it, you can entertain it, but if he doesn't create it, you have no power to entertain it. That's why you have to look for the word of God. Now he says here, I am. Jesus himself proclaiming in John chapter 15, verse 6, six and says, I am. That's why he instituted himself to be the God, the Elohim, the true one. I am. By using the word I am, Jewish people fought him against everything that was speaking because no one in the Jewish culture could be able to use the word I am. And Jesus came there, he was using I am, not to brag himself, yes, he was. He's the I am, he's the greater I am. He introduced himself, I am the greater I am, I am. That's why he says in John 14, 6, I am. And then when he says, I am, as I repeat again, he says, I am, because in the beginning was the word, that's me. And the word was with God, and the word was God. And everything had been created by the word. And the word became a flesh. I made myself a flesh and I make you to become a flesh. When the, when the Lord speaks into your life, it might be a word, but you must know that word will become flesh, will materialize, will come to, it will come to pass. It will come to pass. It doesn't stay just a word that you listen, a vocal word, but it becomes a, a material thing that you may touch into your life. Now he says, I am the word, 
and that word that I am, the word is the way, is the way, is the way, the word is the truth, the way is the life. Well, Jesus is defining the quality, the standard, the degree of excellence of who he is of the word. That when you listen to my word, three things will happen to you. And no one can give those words like that. When God speaks, he speaks with the three things. When the voice of the Lord comes into your life, gives the way, not a way, the way. It gives the way, not a way, the way. The only way. It gives the way. When it speaks about the way, that's the way to walk. And that's the way to do. So when God speaks, gives you a way to walk in life, any prophetic word, any voice of the Lord, whether it comes from a dream or from a prophetic word or from yourself, God speaking to you, how do you make difference that this is not uh, me speaking, this is not people speaking, this is not uh, Satan speaking, this is God speaking. It's in the moment that that word procure the way, when it gives the way, every word of God gives the way, a way to walk, which means it regulates your way of behaving. Toward any situation, it will give you the way of behaving, a character of living. And so that when you walk, you can find a door out into your situation. That's how God speaks. He gives you the way, the character. He gives you the nature. The word of God frames the character, frames the way. Once the word is proclaimed, your character changes. You were sad, you become joyful. You were broken, you are bound together. And uh, you were in the sin, you change directly, get on, getting out of your sin and putting yourself right. You were resisting, you stop resisting, and you stand there. That's the way. He gives you the way to walk. And he gives you also the what to do to get out of the confusion you are. That's to do the things. The way of God makes you, that's him. He's the way. He makes you to have a solutions of the things and give you stability to get out of that problem, no matter how it was all dark. But you see him coming and giving you strategies and a way to get out of the situation is the way. That's the first thing. The second thing that he comes with is the truth. Not your truth, as I always speak to you. Not your truth, not the truth about you. Not the truth about, because this is the truth that you know of yourself. The truth about you is the truth you know about yourself. Is the truth about what the people know about yourself. The truth that Satan knows about yourself. Medicine and the government, they know about yourself. These are the truth that are excluded from the word of God. God doesn't come to talk your truth or the truth that the people know about you. God comes to talk is the truth. Is the truth to you. He's coming to speak what he knows about you that you don't know. He comes to speak about how he knew you that you never known yourself. He comes to speak to you that none of these people, the voices of the world, can discover. Medicine cannot, people of the world cannot, politics cannot, your family may even not. They therefore definitely will never even know that. God comes and speaks that word inside of you is his truth. And that truth is the same word as light. It brings light. That's what Jesus said. You will know now that the truth and the truth will set you free. The moment you shall know what God knows about you, you will never be what you are and who you are and what you do. The moment God's words, God's truth comes, when God speaks, he reveals who, he reveals how he knows you. Your voice might divide you. Your own dream might disturb you. Your own thought might bring too much trouble. And and I can tell you, men's voice can come and confuse you. Therefore, the voice can confuse you. Whenever you are listening to voices that you, after listening to those voices, you are left divided, anxious, depressed, 
and troublesome, you must know this is not the voice of the Lord. But whenever the voice of the Lord comes into you, it will bind you together. It will reveal you things that you never know. And it will reveal you what God knows about you. And all that God knows about you changes you, makes you to not be the same. You receive a degree of excellence. My student here is studying a, a, a course that called uh, uh, God Excellence. That course is very important. It brings you to that level where all your thoughts and everything that you've got changes automatically like that. A new chapter will start every single day of your life. A new strength will come inside of you. You soar like an eagle. You look at the situation in another different way and there's your perspective of life will change. You look to your wife, you look to yourself. The way you look, if you look to each other, according to the way you know, according to the voice you give to each other, according to what the people have spoken and to what the world is speaking and to what the devil is speaking, you know what you're going to see? Divisions, depression, trouble, and so many things around. But when you look at each other or you look at the people, look at your situation, you look at everything around you, according to the truth of God, there's a new chapter of a degree of excellence inside of you. Things will change and you'll be set free. From what? From the voice of people, from the voice of Satan, from the voice of yourself that divide you, the truth of God, the truth that God knows of. And when I'm speaking like this, I know someone is receiving this message. And I know as you're receiving this message, God is telling you, stop looking at yourself the way you talk to yourself, the way they've spoken to you, the way the devil tried to confuse you. Go on and refuse those voices. Get a voice that tells you, that sets you free, and that gives you another degree of excellence, another degree of force, another degree of strength, another degree of believing. That I am not what my health is telling me. My finance is not what I'm looking at the way it is. My future is not the way I'm seeing it right now because the voices that I've got now is creating not liberty, is creating darkness, is creating trouble, is creating all these obstacles around me. But the voice of the Lord gives me the way out. Will never, me, will never give me an obstacle, will give me a way out. The way of God, the way, the, and that way of God will lead me into truth, into being excited and being set free and being energized and being strengthened to run for the next day and to make it again. I want you to receive the voice of the Lord. The, the third thing, he says, I am the word, the life, which means you will end the life when he says not a life, but the life, which means that's the perfect life, the only life you can get. There's no other life than that. I, I won't give you a piece of life. I will give you the full life, the whole life you needed. You will have everything abundantly the way you want it with peace and joy. And this word life is not just a living long days on this earth or living eternity. It is a life that comes in a quality of what makes somebody to be in perfect peace and in perfect joy. Wow, that's very important because, well, people can give you life. Even Satan can give you a life and you can give yourself a life, but you will never give yourself the life. The life. The only person that will give you the life is God. Like some people said, you might, bear, uh, you might buy everything that can make you or to have joy. Let me just put it here. You might buy a nice bed, but you cannot buy a sleep. For sure, you might buy all the music and the TV of the world to give you maybe joy, but really you can't buy joy. They can be there with you, but you don't have joy. Exactly. I mean, uh, you can uh, buy a life, but you can't have the life. The one that can give you life 
everything he speaks, whatever God speaks, ends in life and a life of quality. That is how God speaks. When you wake up in the morning tomorrow, you'll have a dream. But when you see the dream that you end up with tomorrow waking, and that dream brings anxieties, doesn't bring a way, doesn't bring the way, doesn't bring uh, uh, the truth that sets you free, how God knows you, and that's, doesn't end you in life, then question, is this dream coming from yourself or coming from other sources of voices of confusion? That is why the Lord wanted to share with you today with what's happening around you and happening around all of us. He wants to tell you that I am speaking in this confusion life. No matter whatever it is difficult for you or in your dream or in your talk or with the people or yourself, try to earn to discover the voice of the Lord and how you discover the voice of the Lord, the sheep, they know the voice of the Lord because the voice of the Lord brings the way, brings the truth and brings the life. No matter how difficult may be your dreams, but you will find in those dreams after all the explanation, the way you come out, there will be always three things, the way, there will be the truth that, and I'm insisting on the truth, the truth of God about you. And there will be life given to you. That's how God speaks. That's why he speaks in the world. The devil doesn't bring that. He doesn't bring a way out. I can tell you, he doesn't bring the truth that set people free. He brings the lie that will people and unchange them in the, in the power of death. He doesn't bring life. He comes to kill your own world. Maybe we'll bring, we'll bring you some kind of a, a little bit of joy here and there, but at the end, after that, that joy can be broken in a moment. And after that, you are unable to give yourself the truth that set you free and give yourself life. It can be confusing you. That's why God is busy today. He was telling me, he says, you know, when you share the word, you're going to tell them about my sheep, they know my voice run away from the stranger because they run away from the strength run away from the stranger that can be yourself yourself you can tell yourself things that can break you down you can advise yourself with things that can divide and depress you run away from yourself don't trust your own heart that's how people say don't trust anybody but trust your heart but the bible says the contrary your heart is deceitful your heart is deceitful. And the Bible says your heart condemns you. And it says when your heart condemns you, you trust in the Lord. So don't trust your heart. Trust the Lord. Don't put your faith in your thought and in your heart. And again, run away from the second group, people's voice. When you listen to them, if they are not used by God to speak God's word, you will know them. these people are speaking their own voice. Because after listening there, I am divided. I am brought down. I'm not standing. Run away. It's a stranger. The stranger's there. That's the stranger speaking. Of course, the devil himself. He can come also with a dream because he's in the Babylon also. He speaks. He brings visions. He brings all the things. And ending by saying, everything we hear in the world right now, even what is happening at workplace, in the TV that we know, be careful. Start looking in those things. Run away from the stranger. What is his purpose? Is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He wants to steal you from your blessing, your life. And he wants to kill and destroy. To kill and destroy. Run away from the voices of the stranger. Come quickly to the voice of the kingdom of God. The voice of the great I am. He's speaking. And he wants you to listen. And... His voice will bring you into the way and into the truth and into life. That's how it is. God defines himself in that way. I hope that this message will bless you to go and sleep nicely and to be an analyst who will go analyzing 
the voices that comes and to aim more that you shall live by the word of God and not by bread. And I'm praying that any word that has been spoken to you, that is not the word of God, be taken out of your life in Jesus' name. Every word of curse, every word of confusion, every word of divisions, every word of depression, every report that came into your life, every media spoken to your existence on this earth, everyone standing in the invisible and the visible world and speaking in his own house and sending words against you, any word that is not coming from the Lord, that people have spoken before you were born or while you were born or while you're living in this earth, that you will never make it, that you'll be like this, like you'll go like this, any word that being spoken like that will never succeed because uh, there's no other word that can make you live except the word of God. So do not depend your life in whatever they spoke or whatever they're speaking. You depend your life in whatever God speaks. And I can tell you, God speaks every second, every second. Now, when he makes it sound into your ears, he makes it sound into your dreams, he makes it sound into your conscience, Discern it quickly and run with that word. He comes and he speaks. And when he speaks, he turns away and he breaks down every other word. And his word builds a kingdom into you. His word frames a life inside of you. His word creates a different thing inside of you. And I want you to receive that word prophetically. And I'm praying and saying every word. That is not of God who never stand in your life, but a word of God will stand. And right now, if you're listening, let the Lord speak. Then let the Lord proclaim. Let the Lord install his word second by second. And whenever anything comes that contradicts your life, let the word of God have more power over it and give you the truth, the way, and life. Receive it in Jesus' name. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care about your sickness. I don't care about your trouble. I don't care about whatever is surrounding you. I care about the word of the Lord. And this word of God will change everything you're going through. And go on into your life and go on your knees and pray and say, Lord, I shall live by your word alone. Speak your word. Speak, Lord, and I shall live. Speak. My voice is speaking. People are speaking. The world is speaking. The devil is speaking. My situation is speaking. Lord, this old word will never give me life. You speak your word. Speak, Lord. And when you pray every single day in this way, every single second, wherever you, you are, driving, singing, waking, studying, doing whatever, you still say it and proclaim it, I shall live by the word of God. Whether I hear it or I don't hear it, but God speak and I shall live. Speak and I shall live. Thank you so much, servant of God. I hope this has blessed you wherever you are. And enjoy listening to the word of God that gives you the way, the truth, and life. And discern it and receive it. God bless you for joining us.